live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harold. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. It's going to delete the White House Twitter account. Why would we do that? Well, you're saying that you're keeping an eye on Twitter because it might not be a suitable platform, so why use it? Look, I want to be very clear here. The president has always said, and he has been very very uh, clear in his belief, that it is important of social media platforms to continue to take steps to reduce hate speech and misinformation. And he will we'll continue to say that. Uh, but media platforms make independent choices about their information uh, that they present. And so, uh, look, I, I don't have anything to share on any policy or any changes that we will be making. Uh, we have multiple platforms, as you know, uh, that we utilize uh, to communicate with the American people. When you say that you're going to be monitoring some of the speech on there, if you see something that you don't like, would you try to shut Twitter down? So look, you know, when you when you talk about monitoring, you know, it is, uh, I, I hate to break it to you, Peter, just like everybody else, we very much monitor the news. We pay close attention to everything that you all are reporting, and, and Twitter's in the news a lot. And so that's what we're paying attention to. We're paying attention to what is in the news and what is being reported on uh, on the misinformation that's out there. Let's not forget there's groups like NAACP, the Anti-Defamation League, and the public health leaders have been very vocal about their concerns as well. So yes, we are uh, reading what you all are, are writing and, and looking at what you all are reporting uh, about the misinformation uh, that is out there. But you know, I would hope that all Americans, uh, including social media, media companies, civil rights organizations I just laid out, including Fox as well, will agree that uh, we need to, uh, you know, we need to, uh, to, uh, you know, call out hate speech and misinformation. I'd like to know what hate speech she's talking about. What are you talking about? Hate speech and misinformation. What are you talking about? Are you saying there's now hate speech on Twitter because Elon Musk bought it? And since you monitor all the news out there and you read and watch and listen to all the, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the, the news and, you know, the, well, here, read my lips. You're terrible. You have no idea how to answer a question like yes or no. And I think we should pass a law in this country that when you are asked a question, especially at a hearing under oath, if you are an elected position, uh, elect, an elected official, or if you're a bureaucrat that was placed somewhere by somebody who was elected and you can't answer the question yes or no and then follow it up with whatever garbage you want to spew out of your mouth and you should be fired and held accountable. 
I guarantee you, if we could hold these people specifically and individually accountable for the things that they say and do while they are being employed by the United States taxpayer in any way, shape, or form, we should be able to hold them accountable. The other thing that we should be able to do is individually and personally sue them and bring a lawsuit against them for the things that they do while they are in office if it brings harm on the American people. And then, real quick, you would get mean Jean Corrine Pierre, the garbage pail kid, deadhead of the White House. You'd get her to answer a question as in yes or no. Are you saying that if Twitter does something that you don't like, you're going to shut them down? It's a very simple question, and your answer should have been no. But your answer was, well, Peter, you know, we've said this many times in the past, that the president is doing everything he can, you know, to make sure that uh, there's no hate speech and that there's no, you know, misinformation you mean like the hate speech towards Trump supporters? How about, let's take it another, fur, uh, another step further. How about not hate speech? How about the actual hate crimes that you're committing on the January 6th political prisoners right now as we speak? Since we don't want to talk about that, let's talk about the hate crimes and the disinformation that comes from the White House every single day. Can we get that? Can we talk about that? Uh, real quick, here's another... Um, Here's another video of, the, of Peter Ducey dueling with Mean Gene, Kareen Pierre, the deadhead of the White House, uh, the garbage pail kid of the White House. Here's another interaction that they had together, and um, I think you should see this too. Uh, Kevin McCarthy says that he invited President Biden down to the border. How does the president RSVP? <laughs> <laughs> to- well, we, know, we know the president's never been down to the border. The possible next speaker says that he wants him to go with him, so is he going to? So he said, the possible next speaker, he's talking about Kevin McCarthy, who's a a pile of trash in his own right. Um, She said he he invited Biden down to the border. You know, all semantics semantics and optics. He said, how does uh, Biden RSVP? And she just laughed about that. She just laughed about it. Here's her actual answer about it. So, look, uh, he's been there. He's been to the border. Uh, no, he hasn't. And since he took office. When, when did he go to the border? Since he took office, the President Biden has been uh, taking action to fix our immigration system and secure our border. And that's why on day one, he put forward an immigration uh, immigration reform, a piece of legislation uh, to deal with uh, what is currently happening at the border. See, right then and there. Uh, but, shut, up. Know, shut up. Shut up, Eugene. Right then and there, I would have stopped her right then and there. And I said, I would have said, then why are so many people being raped? And why is there a record number of illegal aliens here? And why are little children's panties found with condoms and Vaseline? Why are there dead bodies? Would you like to see the pictures of the rotting bodies on the southern border? Why are the illegal aliens setting up tent cities and fighting with border patrol? Why didn't we see that three years ago? If your president, your resident, the illegitimate sniffer and thief, if he's doing so much about it, then why are we seeing these? I would have stopped her right there. I would have shut her mouth right there. So big shout out to Peter Ducey. He's about one of the only good things that Fox News has. They know it. He knows it. And he, um, you know, that's why he's in that job and I'm not because I would not be able to conduct myself in a White House presidential professional manner if these people just sat there and lied to me as they did. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here. Thank you very much for being here on LFA TV. This is live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, brought to you, as always, 
from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And thank you very much. It's a pleasure and an honor to do this job for you every single day. If you are just joining in and you have not liked this video, it is very simple. It's one button and it's one move. You take your finger and you go down like this and you press like. Now, depending on what device you're watching on, your like button might look different. If it looks like a boxing glove on the top of your app, that's a like. If it looks like a thumbs up, that's a like. If it looks like a plus sign, that's a like. Here's the kicker. You can only do it once. So a lot of you might be pressing it more than once. We don't do that. You hit it once. If it lights up, you're good to go, and you move on. And please share the video. Get the video out there. It's very easy to share it from the app. It's a little harder to share it from your desktop, but it can be done. Grab the link. Put it in your Telegram. Put it in your Getter. Put it everywhere. Get the show out there. We got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I would also like to show you something new here at LFA TV. I've been waiting for a very long time. We've been working very hard, uh, especially with our uh, coffee roasters, to get this out. Ladies and gentlemen, Rise Up Coffee is now available on JeremyHarrell.com. We will have the website up, its own website. It's its own company. It's its own thing. You knew that I was always going to have coffee. I was, I've been working on this for almost a year and it's finally here, ladies and gentlemen. You've got two flavors. You've got your dark roast, Sumatra Gold, or you've got your light to medium roast, which is your American pecan. And let me tell you, if you're brewing a, uh, a pot of this American pecan coffee, that smell moves through your house like you're uh, baking something. It's truly, truly great gourmet coffee. It is gourmet roast coffee, ladies and gentlemen. And we are working with Cherokee Rose Coffee uh, down in Georgia to bring this to you. We finally got it out, ladies and gentlemen. Rise up. Rise up against tyranny. Rise up in the morning with some good, bold, beautiful gourmet coffee. And rise up from the dead like our Savior Jesus did. It's a triple meaning. Three in one, just like the Holy Spirit, God and Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. We're making big moves here at LFA TV. And I'm hopeful, hopefully you guys will enjoy this coffee as much as I do. K-Cups will be coming soon. Okay? Let's get to the Lord. I'm sorry that we didn't get a morning newsletter out today. Uh, a lot of things are happening. A lot of changes are about ready to be made here at LFA TV. We're going to be having some changes in times for some of our show hosts going into the new year. We're going to be adding some new hosts. Things are going to be moving around a little quickly here. But rest assured, Live from America stays at 11 and stays at 5. We're, no, we're not changing here. Thank you very much, Race Mom. Uh, God bless you. Yes, the K-Cups will be coming uh, soon, right now, we're just going to be doing the regular coffee. So if you have one of those little adapters, you can still do K-Cups. But again, Sumatra Gold is the dark and the American Pecan, which got a very beautiful gourmet pecan smell and taste to it. Very light. Uh, that is your light to medium roast, okay? So check it out. It's on JeremyHarrell.com right now. Here we go. There's different kinds of evangelism, and I want you to be aware of, uh, of how... People look at evangelism, okay? And we're going to go to Luke 24, 48. It says, and ye are witnesses of these things. One of the greatest mistakes of the modern church is thinking that evangelism is something done within the four walls of a church building. That is fellowship, not evangelism. Acts 8, 1 through 4 makes it apparent that evangelism was not done by the pastor or the clergy, but was done by believers who went everywhere to preach the word. And that is, um, uh, that's exactly what evangelism is. There are several methods of evangelisms, okay? House-to-house -house evangelism, 
and in every house they ceased not to teach the, and preach Jesus Christ. That's Acts 5.42. Personal one-on-one evangelism. Philip ministered to the Ethiopian eunuch, Acts 8, 26 through 38. Paul to Sergius Paulus, Acts 13, 7. Jesus to Mary Magdalene, Nicodemus, the woman at the well, the women at the well, excuse me, the woman at the well, the thief on the cross and others. There are about 35 such instances recorded in the Gospels alone. Evangelism to large crowds. Peter ministered to the crowds in Jerusalem at Pentecost in Acts 2 and Paul at Lystra in Acts 14, 8 through 18. Evangelism to entire cities. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them, Acts 8, 5. Public debate and preaching. Paul disputed in synagogues and marketplaces. Peter and John preached in the temple. Paul declared, quote, And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have shown you and have taught you publicly from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance towards God and faith toward our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And number six, tract, T-A-R-C-T evangelism. The first tract evangelism with ink and pen are the Gospels. In his Gospel, John stated, quote, These are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Today, be wise in the way you speak and act with unbelievers. Make the most of every opportunity. So, ladies and gentlemen, there is the word, there is the gospel, there is the word of Christ, the teachings of Christ. That is set in stone. You do not add, you do not subtract. However, how you get that unbeliever to listen to your evangelism is all up to you. That is where God gave you the skill. That is where God gave you the Holy Spirit to intervene and use different methods of getting through to that person, but then you do not waver from the words of Jesus Christ. Amen? Different kinds of evangelism, and I want you to be aware of all of them and how you go about doing them, but just know there are a lot of ways to do it, and you can get involved today. Amen? All right, here we go. Please remove your hats. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Evangelism, evangelism, evangelism. Folks, we're going to do a lot more of this in 2023. As LFA TV grows, as we diversify the things that we cover, as we go to rallies, as we go to CPAC events, as we go to TPUSA events, as we go to the Great Awakening events, as we cover um, MMA fights that are raising money, like the Freedom Fight Night for conservative candidates, we are going to be evangelizing everywhere. And I hope that you are along for the ride. Are you ready? Because I'm ready, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to start Live from America. And as we do that, let's go to our friend Tim Gustafson, who has been the sponsor 
not really even a sponsor, but a, uh, an LFA family member. And we've been uh, announcing this every single day, every morning show before the first and foremost section, because it applies to you. You literally have till December 7th. That is six days from today in order to lock into a new Medicare plan for the next year. You're going to want to have somebody who trusts who you trust to guide you through that process. You're going to want an LFA family member who you trust to guide you through that process. Go to insurityfinancialservices.com slash Medicare. Set up a meeting with Tim today and he can help you do that because we've already got so many LFA family members who are saving so much money and getting a better plan. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm, mm, mm. If you have not liked the video yet, please do so. Bye-bye economy. I know that's a very, very, very hard thing to hear for the first words of the first and foremost section of the show today. Bye-bye economy. What do I mean by that? Well, as long as we are going to put Democrats in charge of anything outside of a preschool room. Actually, you don't want them in a preschool either because they'd be thirsting all over the kids. We just can't, we just, as long as you're going to have Democrats running anything to do with this country, we are going to go downhill. It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. It's that simple. It's that easy. The ADP jobs numbers have been released and they are absolutely horrendous. And it's literally everything we've been telling you is going to happen. 100,000 manufacturing jobs gone in the blink of an eye. Why? Because of Democrats. As long as you independents out there who fall into the media lies and the media agenda and think, I just can't vote for Trump or I can't vote for a Republican because MAGA is insurrectionist. As long as you guys keep believing that, you're going to keep watching your 401ks go out, the, go out uh, just completely be flushed down the toilet. You're going to be continuing to spend more for a cart full of groceries than you used to spend for an entire uh, back of your SUV full of groceries, okay? The more you do this, the more the country is going to go down to utter hell. All you independents out there who sat on your keisters and did absolutely nothing during these midterms, shame on you. All of you Republicans, and I put that in quotes, under 30, who sat on your keisters and did absolutely nothing during these midterms, shame on you. We had a very low, very low turnout during these midterms. We had a high turnout of ballots, though, didn't we? We had a very low turnout of voters because you guys sit on your arses and you do absolutely nothing and you help destroy this country. And this Biden economy, it's a mess and it's going to get worse before it gets better. That is what we say every day, and that's because we're looking at actual numbers. If you know numbers, and you don't do common core math, and you have even just a half a brain, you'll be able to say, hey, this is what's going to happen as a result of what's going on right now. Why would any union member, why would anybody in the, in the railroad, why would anybody in the military, why would anybody that thinks that they have a half a brain vote for a Democrat? I don't know. Because they're literally brainwashed and they're sheep and they're that stupid. And it has nothing to do with ideology. It has nothing to do with whether you think abortion is good and I think abortion is bad. It has nothing to do with whether you think the southern border is invading, uh, getting invaded, or whether I think uh, whether I think it is. Long story short, if you're just talking about economy, you're an idiot if you vote for a Democrat. An absolute moron. Companies added just 127,000 positions for the month a steep reduction from the 239,000 
the firm reported for October and well below the Dow Jones estimate of 190,000. It is also the lowest total since January of 2021. And the only reason it was good then was because COVID stuff, um, we, we weren't sure if it was good. we were going to get into the next year and they were going to relax COVID stuff or not. This doesn't bode well for either the Federal Reserve's interest rate, the country, policies, inflation, <clears throat> recession, going into a depression, the job markets, investors, nobody. And this number was taken by ADP, okay? 100,000 manufacturing jobs absolutely gone. And the only increase, increase was in leisure and hospitality. That means hotels, folks. Southern citizens said, no, Jeremy, the election was stolen. I don't believe everyone stayed home. Well, I can tell you by voter registrations that there was a record number of people under the age of 30 who sat home. I know that for sure. That's a fact. Now, yes, the election was stolen and ballots stole the election, but there is a way to overcome the ballot um, thievery. There is. We proved it in Virginia. We didn't do it in the midterms. It did not happen. It did not happen. Under 30 years old, people sat home and did absolutely nothing. And you want to know why? Because the Republicans sat there and worked against MAGA and spent millions of dollars against MAGA and the Republicans literally have no way of broadening the base, no way of marketing, no way of advertising, and no way of getting anybody excited. Do you know who does have the ability to get people excited? Trump. Trump has the ability to get people that never even thought about voting excited about voting one way or another. The Republicans have no idea how to do that. They're absolutely brain dead. So 100,000 manufacturing jobs gone. And we're not even seeing the worst of it yet, folks. This may be just the beginning. Because if that railroad union does not come to an agreement, that is $1 billion out of the economy the first week alone. Just so you know. Just so you know. Now, speaking of elections, why we're here is because of stolen elections. That's why we're here. We are here because of stolen elections. We're not here because of low turnout, although low turnout would help stop this fraud. But we are here because of stolen elections. Now, I want to go to Flint, Michigan, okay? Because there was a very, very brave man, a very brave Flint, Michigan resident who got up there in front of the uh, board of canvassers and cited many examples of voter fraud and multiple unbalanced precincts in the November election. And he asks the Michigan board of canvassers, Why would you certify an election when the Flint election officials themselves would not certify the election? The one thing that we have looking uh, forward, ladies and gentlemen, is people standing up and speaking out. And this has just been the beginning of it. Unfortunately, it's been decades of brainwashing, decades of control. It's going to take a lot more than one year or two years of people standing up and speaking out. Check this out. This is incredible. Is on video. I was at the border canvas in Genesee County. Mr. Brader, it is Brader. Brader, I'm sorry. Everything that you discussed at the beginning is what happened in Genesee County. You had uh, them trying to balance the books, and it was a ballot 55008. They didn't have a name with it. They ended up putting a name on the uh, voters list to try to balance the book at the Board of Canvas. Under Public Act 116 of 1954, MCL 168.932C, 
an inspector of election clerk or other office, officer or person having custody of any record, election list of voters, affidavit, return, statement of votes, certificates, poll book, or any paper, document, or vote of any description which pursuant to this act is directed to be made, filed, preserved, shall not willfully destroy, mutilate, deface, falsify, fraudulently remove, or secrete any of all of those items in whole or in part, or fraudulently make any entry, erase, or alteration. Anybody that do so is a felony. Also, somebody voted that wasn't registered in the state of Michigan. And they looked through the, uh, what is it, QVF, and they couldn't find this person. And this person had the same ballot number as the other person, 143. Also, they put all the absentee ballots in one book, which they have six books, Five of them cannot be recounted because they didn't sign. The county canvasser, one, said that he's not signing off on this election because the election director said that she's not signing off on it as far as the remarks. If you had all this happening and 90% 90, 90 of the absentees cannot be tabulated or if they did have an issue, they couldn't be recounted because the board of canvassers said that they couldn't open up the canisters because the seal, only one person signed. So they couldn't even count and see if the ballots was correct or the tabulated sheets was right or not. So we have serious issues in Genesee County. And if the election director would not sign off on what they were asking her to sign off on, why would you? Why would you sign off on it if she know that it's fraud? It was reported to the county prosecutor and the state police office. Why would you sign off on it if the election director wouldn't sign off on what they were asking her to do? Amen. And that, that resident's name is Michael Dean, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Dean Flint, Michigan resident. And everything he said was absolutely 100% true. Everything he said was absolutely 100% true. And I want to applaud that man for saying what he said, for reading the law to the board of canvassers and saying, if we, if the, if the election official there says not to certify the election, then why would you certify the election? gentlemen the smarty award of the day is going to go to mr michael dean resident of flint michigan for you know just giving them the obvious just giving them the obvious let's pull up that rumble chat real quick so you guys can uh so everybody on roku and fire stick can see everybody here on rumble chatting and by the way if you do not have a rumble account you cannot chat live, but you can uh, chat in the bottom section uh, down below the, uh, the video description. And I want to give a big shout out to everybody down there. I would encourage everybody to sign up for a profile here. Sign up for, sign yourself up so you can not only um, engage in the live chat, but also, ladies and gentlemen, so that you can, um, 
If you want to rumble rant right through here, you can do that. But rumbling as well, liking the video. You cannot like the video unless you have a rumble account. And we need everybody. We need the whole LFA family. Jeremy, do you offer decaf in the pecan coffee? No, we, we don't yet. This is our first two coffees that we're putting out, so I apologize for that. I apologize. Ding dong, doorbell, UPS delivered my EnviroCleanse. Yay, Ann, great job. Jeremy, talk about Hobbs threatening to jail if they don't certify. Heidi, that is in the description of today's show. We are going to get to that. Thank you very much. Hello and God bless LFA, says Hex. How are you? Good to see you. Terry Sue, come back in the chat. Yes, Terry Sue, come back in the chat. Um, but yeah, we like to pull up that rumble, that rumble chat every now and then. And look at this. We got a rumble rant in here. Race mom, to help keep Eli warm with a job. It's cold outside. Yes, Eli does not have a job unless rumble rants come in. That is true. That's 100% true. Um, before we get to uh, our, our sponsor of the day, I do want to talk about, since we're talking about election theft, we're talking about election fraud, we're talking about the economy only being where it is because they stole the election, let's talk about two Louisiana Democrats who just got sentenced to prison, ladies and gentlemen. Two Democrats who just got sentenced to prison in Louisiana for doing what? For buying votes, ladies and gentlemen, for a vo- for a vote buying scheme. Do we have a picture of these guys that we can put up on the screen? I think we do. Yes, we do. Right there. Here are the two Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, who are been sentenced to prison for their little vote buying scheme. Dirty, dirty, dirty Democrats. Swamp donkey, dirty Democrats. Former uh, Amit Police Chief Jerry Trabona and current councilman Chris Hart have been charged with allegedly conspiring to buy votes and multiple counts of buying votes. Two Louisiana Democrats were sentenced to 12 months in prison for taking part in a vote-buying scheme. The two Democrats were paying prospective voters for their votes in a federal election. Wow. Apparently... This is still a crime despite the federal government ignoring most of the election crimes by crooked Democrats. Maybe next the FBI will investigate the dozens of ballot traffickers that we identified in Detroit and in Georgia and in Pennsylvania and in Arizona through not only 2,000 mules, but other um, news organizations like the Gateway Pundit, like Revolver.News, like the Federalist. Huh. Isn't that weird? Trabona, 73, and Hart, 50, each received one year in prison following this investigation led by the FBI's New Orleans field office. You know what it is? It's probably semantics. It's probably fall guys. Say, hey, see that? We take election um, theft seriously. Which showed Trabona and Hart worked to hire individuals to identify potential voters, transport the voters, and offer payment to those voters, provided that they vote in the requested manner. According to the DOJ press release, alongside the one year in prison, Trabona was ordered to pay a $10,000 fine, and another unnamed conspirator was sentenced to four months in prison. I want to know who that unnamed conspirator is, because I would guarantee you that that unknown conspirator has a lot more information about many other Democrats who are doing this same exact thing. How about you, ladies and gentlemen? But again, 
the the amount of voter fraud that's going on by Democrats in this country probably outweigh the amount of voter fraud going on by GOP rhinos by 100 to 1. Democrats are not Democrats anymore. The Democratic Party is gone. It is now Marxism, period. There's no Democrats. There are no liberals. And if you do consider yourself a Democrat or a liberal, then stop siding with the Marxist left just because you think they're still Democrats. Because I guarantee you, if you got an honest answer from 10 very important questions by themselves from an actual Democrat in a room and a Marxist in a room, you'd get 10 very different answers. Okay? And these Democrats are still brainwashed by the fact that they could call themselves uh, the left when you're not anymore. You are now more right. So you might as well vote your, your, um, your actual beliefs rather than voting for somebody just because they call themselves a Democrat. The word racist doesn't mean racist anymore. The word bigot doesn't mean bigot anymore. The word male doesn't mean male anymore. The word female doesn't mean female anymore. And the word Democrat does not mean Democrat anymore. Stop voting Democrat. Switch your party today and watch your life, your children's lives, and your country get better. Amen? Something else you should watch get better, ladies and gentlemen, is your health. All by doing one thing and one thing only, and that is adding Field of Greens to your daily consumption. That's it. One bottle of water, one scoop out of one of those jars that you see on the screen right there, and you will watch the pounds come off your body. You will feel better. You will feel smarter. You will feel more focused. You will feel cleaner. You will feel like weight has been lifted off your shoulders figuratively and spiritually. Everything about you will change by one scoop of Field of Greens. And you don't have to take my word for it. There are literally thousands of people in this LFA family, some of which that are on this chat thread in the Rumble rant, uh, or in the Rumble chat right now, and we'll pop them up. Just so you see, some of these people, um, some of these people are, um, will tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, they'll tell you, pop it up there. There it is. Some of these people will tell you how great Field of Greens have, has been for them. And I'll tell you what, I lost 50 pounds, not just because of Field of Greens. I was also dieting and fasting, which I still do now. But I lost 50 pounds, and a lot of that came off after Field of Greens. You get all of your daily vegetables, organic, and all of your daily fruits that God intended you to have before we all started eating meat, ladies and gentlemen. No joke. So go to fieldofgreens.com today. Sign up for whatever one that you want. Use the promo code LFA if you haven't already, and get a discount. But if you sign up for a monthly order of this stuff, if it works out and you want it every month, you'll get the discount every month. So go to fieldofgreens.com, okay? All right, moving on. Somebody wanted me to cover this. We are now at the point in which we are going to cover this. Arizona Secretary of State, an illegitimate governor-elect, Katie Hobbit, is giving an ultimatum to any county board who is delaying or failing to certify her fraudulent election for her as the governor. She is now threatening them with felonies. Now, we saw that the Board of Supervisors in Mojave County, voted yes to certify under duress. And I told you that that duress was the threat of a felony, a class six felony in Arizona. And now Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs is threatening not only Mojave, but everybody else with a class six felony unless they certify her the winner of the governor's seat right now. Two of the supervisors on the Mojave County Board said they voted this under duress. While Mojave County's uh, own election was problem-free, the Board of Supervisors was concerned about the election issues in Maricopa County, 
We believe that Maricopa County or Mojave voters were disenfranchised by the problems that they had in Maricopa County. So basically saying all the stuff that happened in Maricopa County, that is 60% of the vote in the state, literally disenfranchised other voters, even if there wasn't a problem in their county because of the problems that happened in the majority uh, in the county that holds the majority of the people. Quote, their mistakes are bigger than our entire county vote. And I think it's disenfranchised the rural voters across the state, not to mention that it disenfranchises Maricopa County voters and Republican voters in particular who are most likely to cast their ballot at the poll on election day. So many problems at the poll affect Republicans more than they would affect Democrats, obviously. But she's also threatening anybody in Cochise County or anybody anywhere else for anybody who wants to delay this vote, anybody who doesn't want to certify, anybody who's against certifying, if you don't, you will get a felony. This is China. This is third world country, Marxist, communist tactics. You are threatening people to go against the law. You are threatening people to go against their uh, oath to the Constitution and to the United States people, we the people, who voted that person in. You are literally threatened to putting them in prison if they do not do what you say. So here's what I suggest, and it's no different than what I suggested a week ago or four days ago, whenever it was. Everybody, everywhere should have not certified that election and they should have forced the Secretary of State to work with the Attorney General's office to fire, to file felony charges on them and they should have taken the, ch- the, the charges, folks. If you want to expose corruption, sometimes you're going to have to stand in the way. Look what those people in January 6th uh, political prisoners are dealing with. Now, I know that that wasn't a choice, that they were put there by their political opponents, which are, again, the Democrats. But you have a choice here. Do you want to choose to stand up for what's right, no matter how much it affects you or your family? Or do you want to choose to cave under pressure? And if you do, you are no better than a brown shirt, period. And the sheriffs, for not getting involved... And charging Katie Hobbs for giving that kind of a Marxist um, ultimatum, you should be ashamed of yourself too when you are no better than a brown shirt. You are brown shirt Nazis, period. You are brown shirt Nazis, period. And you do not, you are not fit to hold the position that you have right now, including the gentleman who said, I'm doing this under duress, period. That is my opinion. Now, I know that there are people watching who do not agree with me, and that's okay. Because we have disagreements here on LFA TV. But in 2022, 2023, and moving forward, if you are not willing to fall on a sword, then you are not fit for the position to begin with and get your name off the ballot, in my humble opinion. What is a class six felony, Jeremy? Well, I believe in Arizona, it's probably your lowest felony. Probably wouldn't, uh, it probably wouldn't give you much jail time, but it would mean that you'd be a felon for the rest of your life. Shan says, Jeremy, their family members were probably threatened. Probably so. I've been there. I've done that. My family's been threatened. I get it. It takes a very special person and a very special family to stand up in in the face of adversity. And I'm not saying that you're a bad person if you can't. What I'm saying is you're not the right person for the job now, period. That's just a plain and simple truth. Every day that I come to this studio, I'm willing to die. I'm not lying. 
You ask my producer, ask my wife. They tell you I'm crazy. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. It's standing up for the Constitution. It's standing up for our founding forefathers. It's standing up for God. It's standing up for the Federalist Papers and the Bill of Rights. And it's standing up for we the people. Every single day, every single day that I come to this studio, I am willing to take a bullet in the head or be thrown into some black SUV, unmarked black SUV, and never to be heard from again. And I'm okay with it. And everybody that puts their name on that paper to be elected for a position, you should be okay with that too, at least moving forward. I understand those who don't want to do that. I understand that. That's your way of protecting your family, and that is okay. But get out of the way so somebody with actual backbone can get in the way. Because that's where I stand, and that's where I know most of this LFA family stands, in the way. We are going to fill that gap, and we are going to stand between you and, and utter tyranny. We're going to do that. Speaking of tyranny, we've got to go and talk. We were talking about the January 6th political prisoners and, 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 and the tyranny that put them there, and it's the FBI, folks. It is the FBI. Now, the FBI, Christopher Ray, the DOJ, Merrick Gardenome Garland, and every prominent Democrat, if that you can even say those two words together, have all said since 2000 mules came out that there is no way to geotrack somebody's phone like that, that you cannot find out where everybody is by geotracking their phone. And all of the evidence that Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht and Dinesh D'Souza and Heather Mullins put together to put out that documentary, it was all false. It was all fake. None of it can be accurate. None of it can be true even though I can go outside right now, call an Uber, and an Uber can literally pick me up in a back alley somewhere. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is true. Why do you think Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips ended up going to jail anyways? The FBI, with the help of Google, geotracked the same way that they did with 2,000 mules, 5,000, 723 Trump supporters by their phones with help from Google at the January 6th U.S. Capitol protest because that is the most pressing security issue in America today, they said. So they went and they got Google to help them. They didn't even need a court order to do it. They did not even need a judge to sign off on it because Google said, yes, of course we'll help. Of course we will. As long suspected but not confirmed until October 13th, the FBI testified that geotracking data is accurate and reliable. This is on record from October 13th, where the FBI in court said that geotracking data is accurate and is reliable. This is on record under oath by the FBI. So we should be able to easily, now that we have the House of Representatives and going into having Trump back in 2024, which we will, we now have absolute testimony, sworn testimony by the FBI that said that geotracking data is accurate and reliable. So it is time to use the data that is accurate and reliable, coupled with all of the information that we got from True the Vote, And it's time to go after these election thieves right now. Right now. According to the EFF, 
The Biden regime's alphabet agencies, including ICE and the FBI and the Secret Service and the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense, as well as state and local law enforcement, are being funneled hordes of private cell phone location data by private brokers who harvest the information. Wow! The very same tactic that was used by Greg Phillips, Catherine Engelbrecht, Dinesh D'Souza, and Heather Mullins. Isn't that something? The FBI was alleged to have used this data to identify patriotic protesters who traveled to Washington, D.C. on January 6th to support President Donald J. Trump and the Constitution, and they used it, and how do you think they came to my door? How do you think the, the FBI came to my door back when we were in our old studio? Does everybody remember that? Remember that? I had ju- they were waiting outside my door listening to me do the show. I'll never forget this day. My wife had been blowing up my phone. I did not see it because I was on air with you guys. I literally said, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. Have a great day, everybody. Peace out. And I heard. I'll take you back to that day in case you forgot. You can just leave the packages at the door because usually the, the UPS would wait outside if I was on air. And then they would knock on the door and say, packages. I've got a package for you. I said, leave the package at the door. This is the FBI. My exact words. Yeah, right. Funny. Leave the packages at the door. No, this is really the FBI. You serious? Okay. I expected this. Got up, walked over, opened the door. There was two FBI agents, one in his uh, suit and tie, the other in plain clothes, jeans and a t-shirt, both holding me up their badges. I look at their badges, look real to me. I said, I expected you. What can I do for you? Can we talk to you uh, real quick about January 6th? Sure. Come on into my studio. And as they walk into the studio, they see nothing but Trump and Jesus everywhere. I looked at my phone. Oh, that must be why my wife tried to get a hold of me. Why? Because they went to my house first. How did they go to my house? How did they know where my uh, studio was? How did they know everything? Geo-tracking. By the end of the day, they walked out and said, well, we'll get you off the bad boy list. Yeah, no shift. Your little bad boy list? You can keep me on your little bad boy list. You don't think that I'm on a bad boy list right now at the FBI? Of course I am. You don't think I'm on a bad boy list at the DOJ and little Merrick Garden Gnome Garland is probably touching himself by watching my show every day? Of course he is. These guys are losers and pedophiles and weirdos. You just heard Mean Gene Kareen Pierre, the deadhead garbage pail kid of the White House, say, oh, we listened and watch everything in the media. Of course you do. Of course you do. Speaking of the January 6th political prisoners, ladies and gentlemen, we know they're being assaulted. We know they're being abused. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a January 6th political hostage by the name of John Mellis, who speaks out constantly, who's now saying that the detainees, the political prisoners in the January 6th gulag are being sexually assaulted and zip-tied in the middle of the night. Two years of isolation, two years of abuse, and now they're being sexually assaulted? And nobody can do a damn thing? Is this real?
January 6th political prisoner Jonathan Mellis warns that he and his other January 6th defendants in the Patriot pod of the D.C. Gulag are being tortured by racist, hateful, and abusive correctional officers, and they're now being sexually assaulted and zip-tied in the middle of the night and treated like animals for being Trump supporters. You don't expect me to swear. You don't expect me to fly off the handle, flip this table up right now, go get every militia in this country, and go to D.C. and get these people out of prison? That's what I feel we need to do. Do you know, I'm going to, uh, you know what? I'm going to piss a lot of people off right now. You ready for this? And I don't really care. I'm not, I'm not, not joking either. You ready for this? Ready for this? You have two people that could be our next president and you love both of them. Ron DeSantis, Trump, uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump has mentioned the January 6th politicers, political prisoners at least 10 times that I know of. But you want to know what Donald Trump said? When I become president again, I'm pardoning every one of these people. Do you know who I have not heard say one word about the January 6th political prisoners? Do you know who I have not heard one word talk about the abuse, the sexual assault, the zip tying, the beatings, all of that about the January 6th political prisoners in that D.C. gulag? You know who I've not heard say one word about that? I'll give you a hint. He's America's governor right now and the best one at it. But if you're not going to mention these people and you're not going to promise to pardon them like President Donald J. Trump is, then you and me are not the same. To quote a famous meme. Period. You and me are not the same if you cannot mention these people And you're setting yourself up to run for president against Donald Trump. Again, I'm not saying he is, and I'm not saying he isn't. But I know they're passing a law in in, in Florida to allow him to do it in 2024. So again, ask yourself the real hard questions when you're thinking about supporting somebody for our next president of the United States of America. Don't get mad at me. I'm the messenger. Speaking of patriots, let's go ahead and take a break real quick before I start getting a little bit too mad. And let's give a sponsor, uh, let's give some highlight of a sponsor right now. And that is for patriots, ladies and gentlemen. Do not be caught with your pants down. And I'm not talking about that in an LGBTQIA, do I want to have sex with your kid plus uh, uh, motive. I'm saying do not be caught with your pants down when it comes to I don't have and I need. And one of those things is access to power, electricity. And the way they're monopolizing these electric uh, companies right now and trying to push everything towards green energy and then they're going to control all the energy. Do you want to be caught without being able to have some electricity for something? You don't need gas and you don't need their electricity to have power in this. The Patriot Power Generator, ladies and gentlemen, solar powered. It's a very powerful little unit and you can get yours today with $500 off, especially if you want a good Christmas present by going to 4 slash LFA. 4patriots.com slash LFA. Do that today. And if you want 10% off anything else in the, in the uh, website, just go to 4patriots.com and use the promo code LFA at the time of your checkout, okay? Again, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't throwing shots at Ron DeSantis at all. What I'm saying is if you want to be president of this country in any way, shape, or form, and you're even in the talk 
of becoming president. If you can't say, no, I'm not running for president, then the next thing out of your mouth better be. But if I was, the first thing I would do would be to help the January 6th political prisoners. Period. Because I'll tell you what, look what Brazil's doing. Do you think Brazil would allow these people to be tortured and sexually assaulted? Um, If they were politically gathered up and thrown in prison, I don't think so. Because right now, millions of Brazilians, and that's a cool, cool rhyme. That should be in a song. Millions of Brazilians. Millions of Brazilians call for the army to move in and move in now and to save their democracy from corrupt communist Lula. The, uh, the citizens of Brazil, by the millions, are literally demanding that the military step in now to protect their democracy, and they can have a democracy. We don't have that here, okay? To protect their democracy, even as the rainy season begins with the torrential downpours, convicted co- uh, communist criminal Luis Lula da Silva will be, de- will be certified on December 12th and inaugurated on January 1st. The corrupt far-left electoral court said President Yair Bolsonaro will meet with protesters and will, and he says, will not let them down, says the party leaders. A former judge called for the arrest of corrupt Chief Justice Alexandre, Alexander de Morris, and we've talked about that. But these millions of Brazilians are saying, we are not going to let up and there will be no rest in the streets if you steal this election from us. That's what needs to happen here. Legally, peacefully, if, if, can, if it can be. But if it can't be, then the Constitution gives us the right to make it, to take that step. And again, I am not calling on anybody to burn, kill, uh, to burn, loot, or murder. That's BLM's job. I'm calling on all of us to go back to the Constitution, folks. That's what I'm calling on. All of us to go back to the Constitution. How about that? Now, here's some breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, these corrupt losers who stole the election. Here's some breaking news. They ju- uh, uh, yesterday, the Democrat-led House, after a long legal battle, after going all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States of America, that allowed them to do this, right now the Democrat-led House in this lame duck session has six years of Trump's tax returns. Six years. The Democrats on the House Ways and Means Committee received six years of President Trump's federal tax returns yesterday. The Supreme Court last week refused to intervene after Trump filed an emergency appeal with that high court. We've been staying up on this since it happened, folks. No Congress has ever wielded its legislative powers to demand a president uh, tax returns, Trump argued to the Supreme Court in his emergency application. The tax returns uh, will not be immediately made public, but expect selective leaks from the Washington Post and New York Times for sure. They're not going to find anything that they can put him in jail on. You know why? Because President Trump doesn't break the law. And anything that they're going to be mad at is, the, is a tax code that he is exploiting legally. And why wouldn't you? Why give your money to this federal government when they're sending it over to the uh, leather thong wearing um, illegitimate president of Ukraine when they could put it right here towards American businesses uh, you know, to hire people? So I don't, there's not going to be anything there to worry about. What you are going to see, though, is selective leaking to these mainstream fake news media outlets with a narrative that they create to make it look like he did something bad. He's as clean as a whistle. 
ladies and gentlemen. He is as clean as a whistle. I bet you can't say the th same thing for Nancy Pelosi's taxes, which we're going to get. By the way, every bar that you guys lowered in these last six years, we are going to lower ourselves to that bar, and we are going to bring everything that you did on us back on you. Same thing we're doing with Twitter. Same thing we're doing with YouTube. Same thing we're doing with Facebook. Same thing we're doing with Bed Bath & Beyond, Balenciaga, Gucci, and all you other pedophile woke losers. Okay? Everything that you've done to Trump, we're going to do to you from 2022 to 2028 and beyond. And we are going to destroy each and every one of your lives. We're going to ruin your lives. We're going to bankrupt you. And we're going to do everything humanly possible to put you in prison and possibly executed legally for your crimes against this country. Bet that. You wanted to know what MAGA stands for going forward? That's it. 100 miles an hour every single day until you experience what you did to the American people. Think I'm joking? Call our bluff. Because that's what we're about. And that's why they don't want us in Congress. That's why they don't want Trump in charge. That's why they don't want MAGA anywhere. Republicans and Democrats alike. But it's too late. You can't beat God and you can't beat Trump. You can't beat him, so you cheat him. But guess what? We're going to cheat you and beat you. There's going to be no way to beat us now because we know everything you're doing, and we're going to do it too. Now, some Republican senators are smart, and they are now saying that they are going to withhold all funding, ladies and gentlemen, all funding to the Department of Defense in any way, shape, or form until they get a vote to end the military vaccine mandate. Now, Senator Ron Johnson has been like at the forefront of this. And I got to say, I love the Senator. The bottom line here Hold is on. the vaccine does we don't not play prevent infection. We don't want to play it yet. Senator Ron Johnson is a hero. I am so very glad we're going to still have more of Senator Ron Johnson. The line here is the Listen vaccine does not prevent infection, does not prevent transmission. So why would we make anybody take it? It is insane. These are self-inflicted wounds, whether we're talking about the military, within our, our health systems, you know, any parts of our economy where you force people to take a vaccine that doesn't prevent infection or transmission. Again, it's an insane policy. The numbers I have, about 8,000 members of the military have been dismissed. About 17,000 are awaiting some termination on their uh, religious exemption. Uh, so, so this is serious business, but I, I'm, I'm here again, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf of those that are reluctant to take it. They're not crazy. Again, they, they now know, we now know that it doesn't prevent transmission at all. It doesn't prevent infection. And the fact of the matter is there are safety signals that anybody who's looking at CDC and NIH and FDA data might have cause for concern about. Now, part of our problem here is that the FDA, the CDC, the NIH have not been honest. Yep. They have not been transparent. Yep. There you go. Senator Ron Johnson finally, finally calling out this ridiculous vaccine mandate publicly and loudly and saying it does not do what you said it did, period, shut up. We have the data. We're not going to fall for this anymore. Do you want to know something else? Republicans could get these January 6th prisoners out of prison like that. They could end COVID vaccine mandates like that. They could literally end everything that they don't want going on like that by denying quorum and just not showing up, not funding anything, period, let the government shut down. They could do that. They don't. They won't. 
They're cowards. They're scared. They need to be removed. They need to be purged. Mog is coming in. Get the hell out of the way. We're on our way. Now, ladies and gentlemen, another senator that I've grown to like over the years, and his stock has gone way up in my book until he does something wrong again anyway, and that's Senator Ted Cruz. Senator Ted Cruz took on this Biden lackey and took him to school. They actually took him to church, as we like to say. I heard you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, Mr. Kent, on November 13th, 2019, you testified to Congress. I became aware that Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. I raised my concern that Hunter Biden's status as a board member could create the perception of a conflict of interest. To your knowledge, does Hunter Biden speak Ukrainian? I've never talked to uh, Hunter Biden, no. To your knowledge, did he have any knowledge before serving on that board about anything concerning oil or natural gas? I'm not aware of his CV. Did Hunter Biden have any qualification whatsoever for that board job other than the fact that his daddy was the sitting vice president at the time? I am not familiar with his resume, sir. He was paid $83,000 a month by this Ukrainian oligarch. You're an expert in Ukraine. Have you ever been paid $83,000 a month? I've never served on the corporate board. So does that mean, no, you haven't been paid $83,000 a month? I have not been paid $83,000 a month, no, sir. Let me ask you, while his son was on the board of Burisma making a million dollars a year, did Joe Biden do anything that benefited the corrupt oligarch who was paying his son? Vice President Biden led our efforts to fight corruption in Ukraine. Let me ask you the question again. Did Vice President Joe Biden do anything that benefited the corrupt oligarch who was paying his son a million dollars a year? He did not. He did not. Well, it's interesting. Someone who disagrees with you, Mr. Kent, is Joe Biden. I'm leaving here in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. Well, son of a bitch. Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Let me ask you something. Do you think Joe Biden holding a billion dollars hostage to force the Ukrainian government to fire the prosecutor that is investigating the corrupt oligarch who's paying his son a million dollars a year? Did getting that prosecutor fired benefit that oligarch? Thank you, Senator Cruz, Senator Van. Are you going to allow him to answer the question, Madam Chairman? I am not going to allow him to answer the question. Why are you covering oh, for the vice president? Do you not I'm want not... to answer that question? He said that, that the vice president I, has I nothing to benefit. I think it's oligarch. unfortunate for you, Senator Cruz, to put in positions that are uncomfortable the nominees to be our ambassadors. Okay, this is because they sworn have... testimony. This is his sworn testimony. I understand that you want to cover for the vice president. That he is going to raise those concerns anytime. Was his testimony true or false that Biden did nothing to benefit the oligarch? I don't let know him what answer his the question. Was. Why are you afraid of him answering the question? I'm not. I just want to move on. But you won't let him answer. I, I asked a yes/no question. Will you allow him to answer the yes/no question? Yes, you can answer yes or no. Thank you. Everything that Vice President Biden, the State Department, and the U.S. Embassy did acted in good faith to reduce corruption and help the Ukrainian so people. So firing him did not benefit the. Thank opening. you, Senator Cruz, Senator Van Hollen. Gotta love Senator Ted Cruz for that one. Again, like I said, I, I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, but when he does something good, I will acknowledge it, ladies and gentlemen. I will always acknowledge it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America today. Thank you so very much for being here. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. 
Please go to JeremyHarrell.com today. Check out all the new items on the store for Christmas. Check out the new coffee. Sign up to be a one-time or a monthly donor. Sign up for a Bible if you need one. We just sent out a crap load of them the other day. Sign up for uh, the newsletter. And Mike Crispy is coming up next with Unafraid. Do not miss Mike Crispy and producer Frankie. They always put on one heck of a good show. I love each and every one of you. Anna Perez right after that. God bless you. Please rumble all the videos. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And keep spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. God love you. Peace.